Hey everyone, welcome to Creating the Comic, Episode 2. In Episode 1, we talked about writing for comics, but it was more on a technical level. This week, we're going to talk about how to craft a story. Initially, this episode was going to be about editing, but I had quite a few requests to discuss story, so I decided to call an audible. Like the first episode, this is not meant to be an in-depth discussion about all the aspects of crafting a story, but more of a big picture look and to give you a solid idea of where to start, as well as some resources if you'd like to dive deeper. So this series is about me sharing things that I've learned on the road to releasing my first comic. So while I think the information is valuable for any new creator, so keep in mind that I'm not an expert, so take everything for what it's worth and Definitely look through some of the resources because I do have resources from experts in the field. So without further ado, there's a lot to discuss, so let's get to it. So the first thing to talk about is what makes comic story crafting different from other forms. We want to always keep in mind that the comic page is a static image. So we're limited by the page and by the fact that every panel is effectively a snapshot in time. And we're choosing which snapshots we think will work best to tell the story. So it's really important that there's something visually interesting about your story. Otherwise, why not just save your money and write a novel? Since we're limited to written descriptions, you want to think about ways that you can use visuals to tell your story. It could be used to accentuate a character trait or used to enhance some kind of a theme or idea. Whatever the case, the visuals really should drive the story. Staying on the visual track, comics are a perfect example or expression of the show don't tell philosophy. In comics, there's limited room for exposition, so we want to use the visuals as much as we can to tell the story rather than relying heavily on exposition. Another important difference is dialogue. Every bit of dialogue takes space away from the images on the page, so with that in mind, you want to be clear and concise with your dialogue as much as possible. Every word should be carefully chosen and deliberate. This can be a bit of a challenge because you still want the dialogue to come across as natural, but you want to take care not to get too wordy. Another important difference is the pacing. Comic pacing tends to be much faster than other forms of storytelling. There isn't a lot of time to sit around, as we're limited with pages. And there's a lot more forward momentum and action, because going back to the idea of it being visually interesting, if it doesn't have that momentum, it could just get boring for a reader. So as I said before, there's a lot of action in comics, and this is because action is where we can make things dynamic and really visually interesting. This doesn't necessarily mean that we're getting huge fights all the time. It could be a dance, or it could be a sporting event, or even an interesting date. Whatever it is, we're trying to give the illusion and the feeling of movement despite being on a static page. And finally, comics rely heavily on timing. Because there's a finite amount of pages in an issue, or even in a graphic novel, the way that you sequence and organize your panels, your pacing, the use of page turns, they're all really important. So before you can actually write the story, there's a decent amount of prep work that should be done when it comes to writing a comic. George R. R. Martin mentions there being two kinds of writers, architects and gardeners. Architects tend to plan out every detail ahead of time, while gardeners will just dig a hole, plant a seed, and watch it grow. In my opinion, crafting stories for comics requires you to be more of an architect. Because of the nature of the medium, it can be very difficult to just wing it. So there are several steps I think should be taken ahead of time in order to write a proper story, especially for a beginner. In the prep stage, the first thing to figure out is what you're writing. Is it a one-shot graphic novel? Is it a four-part miniseries? Are you writing an ongoing story? 
This is important because how you tell your story will vary quite a bit depending on which route you decide to go. A one-shot is self-contained, so no prior knowledge is necessary. This is a great way to tell a complete story, but it needs to hit hard, hit fast, and there's not a ton of room for exposition or setup. It should be a complete story with a beginning, middle, and end. An ongoing series can be great because you can take your time with revelations and be more careful about the story that you want to tell. The issue is that you want to give readers a reason to come back for future issues. So your stories, in this case, need momentum and enough intrigue to keep people coming back. Incorporating mysteries or cliffhangers are all great ways to keep things interesting. The next thing I want to think about is what I think of as the concept versus the story. And it's important to understand the difference and make sure that there's a clear delineation between them. The concept should be looked at as your overarching idea, theme, or frame of reference by which you're going to tell your story. A great example is the movie Free Guy, which is about an ordinary bank teller who realizes that he's an NPC or non-playable character in a video game. The story, though, is your narrative. It's the vehicle by which you explore that concept. And it's important that both are clear and defined, especially for comics. Oftentimes we find ourselves in a situation where we have a good concept in need of a story, or a good story that maybe needs a bit of a concept. The concept is kind of like the sizzle to the story's stake. It's often what's going to pique the interest, but without a good story, it will fall flat very quickly. The next thing to think about is your setting. Whether your entire story takes place in a single room or you're writing a galaxy-spanning space opera, it's important to start to think about where and when your story takes place and the aesthetic that you're going to look for. You want to start thinking about how things work in this world and how it's going to be visually represented. Another thing to think about are your themes. Are there any themes or messages that you want to convey or communicate through the story? If so, think about how you want that presented. It could be subtle or overt. There's a lot of room to incorporate symbolism and metaphors in a comic, so you want to start thinking about if and how you might visually represent these in your story. And kind of connected to this is that you want to think about the tone and the mood of the story. Is it serious? Is it funny? Are you relying on suspense or tension or some combination? We're not going to get into genres today, but whatever your genre, you want to research that and kind of think about ways to manage the tone to fit the genre that you're working for. And it's also important to broadly start to work out the be beginning, middle, and end of your story. So it's always a challenge to figure out where you want to start your story. I personally like starting right in the middle of action. I like just throwing the reader into the world and then slowly peeling back the layers as the story progresses. For me, it feels natural and gives it momentum right off the bat. That being said, there are tons of ways to start your story, so you want to pick whatever makes sense for you and whatever makes sense for your story. When you're sketching out the middle of the story, a big thing to think about is the action. Action is an important part of comics, and so you want to have an idea of where the big action scenes are and how you're going to incorporate them into your comic, keeping in mind that pace and flow are an essential part of storytelling. As for the ending, we want to know what the resolution is and tie up any loose ends. If it's a one-shot, we want something that will be impactful. It could be a happy ending, it could be tragic, it could make the reader want to throw the book against the wall, whatever it is, we want to make sure that we have an impact on the reader. If it's a series, 
then we want it to be impactful, but we also want to give the reader a reason to come back. The final step in the prep stage that I'll talk about, and again, this is by no means an extensive list, but it might be necessary to do a decent amount of research. If you're writing a historical drama or sci-fi or about a specific city or place that you don't have complete knowledge of, I think it's important to research that topic or research that place or research that time. It'll help you write a more cohesive story and it will frame you in the right place. If it's a Western, research the type of guns from that time. If you're writing a military dra drama, learn the jargon of that time. Whatever it is, a bit of research can only strengthen your story and may even give you some new ideas. So now that you've done your prep work, there's one more important step before really starting to write the story in earnest. We want to flesh out our characters. Make each one unique, layered, complex, and give them a voice. I think it's a really important step that you should take care not to skip. Personally, I think it's important to do this for every character, not just the lead characters. So the secondary and tertiary characters should get the same kind of work because they'll ju it'll just end up strengthening your story. Even if they don't have a lot of, quote, screen time, I think writing for each character gives them a level of nuance that will help pay dividends later on in the story. For each character, I think the first step is to figure out what they look like visually. What makes that character visually unique and interesting? Think about characteristics that make them unique, and even better is working these characteristics into the story. Then think about, do they have any tics? What are their likes? What are their dislikes? Think about their personality, how they speak, or how they can be represented through visuals and dialogue. You know, again, comics are a visual medium. We need to make things visual interesting. So making interesting looking characters is a key to keeping people engaged in your story. Give your characters a backstory, even if it's just for you. You may not ever touch on their backstory in your actual story, but give them something because, again, I think that's going to help you flesh out the character and write for them in a way that makes them feel layered and not just one-dimensional. And then an important question to ask about each character is what do they want? This is going to inform many of the decisions that they make in your story. And, as is the case for me, stop me from making characters make choices that actually weren't consistent with them or what they wanted. Then, when it comes to the primary and secondary characters, start to think about what is their arc and how are they going to change from beginning to end. One of the most useful things for character growth that I've heard is that by the end of the story, you want your main characters to be able to do something or take an action that they wouldn't have been able to do in the beginning of the story. It's a great way to demonstrate character growth. And finally, try to look at the story from the perspective of each character. How do they affect the story? Do they have agency, or at least the appearance of agency? And if not, how can you demonstrate that? And one last thing before you get into starting to really write is just thinking about how you're going to tell the story. Whose perspective is it from? Is it focused? Is it kind of a first-person perspective? Are you jumping around? Do you have an unreliable narrator? Are you kind of taking a cards-up or cards-down approach to your storytelling? Is it linear? Uh, you just want to start thinking about that and how you're going to start putting your pages together. So once you've done the prep work and hashed out your characters and figured out kind of the perspective you're telling the story from, you're ready to start writing the story. The first step is going to be to plot out the entire story. First scene by scene and then page by page. As I mentioned earlier, with comics you don't really have the luxury of being a gardener because we have pretty strict parameters in order to make the comic work. 
if we're working with, say, a 24-page comic, then we want to outline what happens on each page. We already have an idea of the beginning and middle and end, but this is where we want to break down the story further. What's the inciting incident, or the thing that sets the narrative in motion? What's the primary conflict? What are any secondary conflicts? What are the things that are driving the story? Is it character choices that are driving the story? Is there some kind of a ticking time bomb driving the story? Two other important things to think about here are your tension and stakes. Tension is extremely important in order to keep people engaged. It can be used in a plethora of ways. You can use it to build anticipation, uncertainty, anxiety. You can use it through conflict or foreshadowing, through using suspense or consequences, just to name a few ways. How you play with tension and relief of tension can put your readers on a roller coaster of emotions. Stakes are also incredibly important to the storytelling. Stakes invest your characters and your audience emotionally in the story. To do so, actions or inaction must have consequences. High stakes will increase the tension, emotional investment, and payoff. If the stakes are low, then why should I or why should anybody care about the story? And stakes doesn't mean world ending. It means high stakes for that character. And if I'm sympathizing with that character, then if it's a high stakes situation for them, I'm going to be emotionally invested. Missing your train could be considered high stakes if the consequence of being late to an important meeting might be losing a big client. And again, all of this isn't exhaustive, but it should be enough to get you started on crafting a solid story. So before we conclude, I want to touch on some common mistakes and best practices and a little bit of my own experience. There are a few common mistakes that new writers make, and I'm still guilty of several of these in my own writing. First, unrealistic dialogue, or everyone sounding the same. This is a big pet peeve of mine, whether it's prose or in comics. I hate when every character uses the same vernacular and is kind of written the same. Make sure that your characters have a unique voice. This is why it's so important to flesh out your characters before, because it'll help you develop a voice for them. Connected to this is characters being too one-dimensional. This happens when we write a character as a tool to get from one scene to another. We want our characters to have the appearance of agency, so keep that in mind and try to flesh out your characters. Another mistake is too much exposition through dialogue or captions. As I said before, we're limited on space, so try to show and not tell as much as possible. When exposition is absolutely necessary, try to be creative and concise in how you deliver it. Poor pacing is another issue that you want to avoid. We want forward momentum, both literally in how we guide the reader's eyes and figuratively, so it's important that the pacing is good. Poor panel usage can also be an issue. Too many panels can make things crowded, cluttered, and confusing. Conversely, too many splash pages can limit the story you can tell and slow things down too much. As for best practices, we've covered most of these, but to reiterate, try to develop your characters, make them interesting and clearly defined. Always use clear, concise, but realistic dialogue. Always be cognizant of the visuals and the flow. Try to be deliberate in your plotting and pacing. Maintain consistent tone throughout your story. Show, don't tell. Find ways to use symbolism and metaphor where possible. Think about visual flow and try to guide the reader's eyes where you want it. Try to keep one scene to each page. This doesn't mean that a scene can span several pages, but unless there's a good reason, try not to shift between scenes on the same page. Also, page turns and panel transitions can be used to build suspense and to keep momentum going. And finally, for the most part, your character's choices should be what drives the story. 
We shouldn't go from point A to point B simply because you want it to happen. Make sure that there's a feeling that your characters are making things happen in the story. Everyone has their process. For me, I like to sit with an idea for a while and run the story over and over in my head. For whatever reason, my best ideas come when I'm half asleep or in the shower, two times when writing is really difficult. But seriously, I like to sit with an idea, run scenes in my head, run dialogue in my head until I feel motivated to write. Once I'm ready, taking the steps that I detailed in the video have really helped immensely in my ability to tell a cohesive story. It adds to my organization, which is something that's often missing for me. In the past, before comics, I'd often be excited about an idea, start writing, and then find that the story is just not fully fleshed out. This process has really helped me to avoid that feeling. So everybody's different, and nobody has the same process. In the time that I've talked with creators, I've, if I've talked to 30 creators, I've heard 30 different ways to go about writing and creating a story. So there's no set way, and I'm new to this too, so I'm just sharing my own experiences. But as creating comics can be a really rewarding experience, it is one that can be a challenge. So I definitely think that if you take these steps, especially writing the first couple of scripts, it will give you a, a solid base in creating and storytelling for comic books. For more of a deep dive, again, I'm including some great resources that I've used to help develop my own story crafting. Next up, we're going to talk about the value of editors at all levels of the process. Until next time. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the channel. We can be found on all social media platforms at portable underscore whole. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcast aggregators at Portable Whole Publishing. And you can email us at portablewholepub at gmail.com.